welcome back everybody to bald black and becoming you are listening to a podcast with two bald black women in the process of becoming our best selves daily we aspire to show up be present be vulnerable and be free to share our experiences and create a safe space for like-minded women like you thank you so much for listening i am Luisa april your host with and we are so happy to be here. Let's get into today's episode. Dumilani's, 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 and welcome back. Yeah, we're so excited to talk about our families today. <laughs> wow, April, wow. My God, and today we're going to be talking about um, missing in action. Being the mm. entrepreneur in the family, aka being the black sheep, because you guys, wow, 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 wow. Um, let's start off with a question for our audience. So you guys write it in the comment section down below. Um, do you find that you're being treated differently because you're an entrepreneur in your family? Do you come from a family of entrepreneurs? Maybe that has like a different impact or influence in your mm-hmm, family. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. What's it like? Or do you find that you, as the 9 to 5 at home, you look at the entrepreneur just a little bit snacks? Kore, we're not on a read Just a little bit different. Kore, o tlalo mo jaja, kore, ganko na le maji, or how getile the tender, or everywhere, like, what's the approach you're using in your family dynamics with regards to entrepreneurs? And that's what we'd like to talk about today. Um, I'll start with a question for you, Didi. Go ahead. Ever since you officially became an entrepreneur, as in you quit your nine to five, mm-hmm. what has been the shift in terms of how your family has treated you? And then also before you answer that, please tell us if there are entrepreneurs in your family or not. Yes, I actually come from a family of entrepreneurs. Um, I started selling at my grandfather's shop when I was ten years old, two mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, so it has always been a thing of my mom did chickens and. It's my dad as well. It's always been prone. I would start selling when I was still going in Kanye, so it's always been there. Um, I fooled my family into it in the sense that I, I got to tell them that it was something I was doing while I was still finding a job. Mm-hmm. So I'm not just sitting. Exactly. <laughs> it makes a person be through right? Yes. And then, but I don't like that because I feel as if now that when I came back and told them that hey, I'm doing this full time, like, hey, you told us, Hori, I'm looking for a job. Mm-hmm. Right? But, and that's for lack of fooling words, but not because I, f- they also came greatly in support. Mm-hmm. There were days where I could not make payroll and I would always call my mom. Mm-hmm. Or the days where I need raw materials. But we, we have paid her back as well. Mm. So, um, I fooled, I fooled my mom or my dad per se, but it has always come from a point of support mm-hmm. from them. Yeah. I think that's what it has come to or what it has meant for me. I think that's, that's interesting. I'm thinking about it now and even right now, I can't confidently say any of my parents know exactly what I do. Are you serious? It's already they're not interested or whatever. Like, 
but i think like the the grander scheme of it like especially the strategy part um maybe now my mom has a better understanding because she's when i'm having the meetings at home she's able to hear mm-hmm. and like the, the the advice or feedback i'm giving to a client and she's like able to fully appreciate all the different aspects i touch on mm-hmm. but before i think there was always this question of can't when i sing kissing to go through what are you right you know it's like you're always on your laptop or on the normal phone like we what are we right especially because it's like in the beginning when i was more content curation focused it was like I'm like, no, I'm Facebook, yeah, post. What do you mean? What, what, like, what seriously, does that mean? Seriously, exactly. Hey, so for me, um, when I started working, working, none of my parents were in the country. Um, so from that internship up until the agency work, I think they just knew what I had a job, right? And then when I quit that and then the pandemic happened, during the pandemic was when I really started to like fully work for myself and i think in their mind they thought i was still looking for a job or still looking for i guess options but because i've never really been a oh i'm working here now mm-hmm. like so it's just the thing of they know that i work but i don't fully feel like they fully understand what i will do but like they will recommend oh no i spoke to smang mang about you i don't know designer la poster and i'm appreciative but at the same time it's like but that's not what i do mm. is 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 it can be a part of it but it's not what i do and i think it's just one of those things where i a little bit like it like that because those people when post are usually not really but like also they can but like not really um so now imagine doing strategy work for clients who don't pay me <laughs> yeah <laughs> i would be exhausted yeah um so i think yeah i've never had to like announce so i've never had that fight i think the thing that has maybe kept them quiet also they've been seeing what i'm able to sustain myself or like live my life mm. um the only time where i've really heard for example my mom be vocal about what it is i'm doing is in the past few months just in terms of how my lifestyle has changed in what sense in what sense it's not as flexible as it was before that's mm-hmm. it yeah yeah um i think to me because i was coming from a corporate environment also which was like finance and accounting definitely the the difference was very visible um so moving out from finance to making soap mm. this was like a line that i've heard so many times before um and initially i just was not as i said i was doing this as a transition but when the job that i had moved to gaps to come i just decided that it's not going to be transition it's going to be what i'm going to do for good 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 did i go back and tell them nah <laughs> no mm. um it was now when media was writing about it that i actually had to come and say oh by the way this is what i'm doing now right mm-hmm. um m- m- both of them i should say my mom especially has always been one to allow us to do whatever we want to do like she's always allowed us to experiment she's never really been this is what you should do mm-hmm. it has always been if it's legal if it's right mm-hmm. you can go ahead and do it um my dad rather the, was quite the opposite of 
you have to do something that is corporate related but when it came down to actually i'm not going to be that corporate related child it felt a some part to him that i'm wasting somewhat of talent that mm. i've heard of know what you mean your life was destined to be this corner office girl we knew that you're going to be this cfo and and which is also quite right i was on that journey right mm. i was on the journey of being this corporate girl climbing up the finance ladder i i had a 10-year plan mm. of i was going to be that corner office girl with the view of the city you're going to come in and say mr i'm going to say hello this is me mm. right um but when i decided to change the narrative it took him i think to give to play devil's advocate it took him some time i knew it took mama some time but the difference between the two was with mom she knew how passionate i was about it mm. um also she could have easily went on days where i came to ask her for payroll but she didn't mm. she still stretched out her hand to help out um, and this when tables had turned now when I had to pay her the money back because we could afford we definitely did that mm. because we're saying I want you to see that actually what how much of a trust with the person I am mm. but also because this is something it's a big deal to me as well mm. and it's making uh, an impacting so much but also because the genesis of organic rituals had come from my grandmother to her, she had always, I think, selfishly, because it was her mother, right? Mm. Um, I think it was also seeing her mother's legacy live through me, mm-hmm. but also through her legacy also lived through me. And I thought that it was that supportive angle that was coming out from me, though. Um, I should say, though, the conversation was quite different when it came down to my siblings and to the other sides of the family. Hold on, before you move, are you saying that a little bit your mom's supportiveness was partly because of the legacy element? I honestly think so, or I honestly believe so, because it was on, she had used the oils for as long as I could remember, mm-hmm. but she had never seen the story of the oils being told in the way that I was telling them, mm-hmm. or being, and, and when I say telling, I don't mean just like telling it but i mean formulating it in the way that i was formulating it Mm -hmm. so it was quite different right um i think because i I was using something that was so well known to the community and i'm still using something that was so well known to the community and her being also in the health sector i think i i definitely think so i Mm -hmm. think a part of it came from seeing what she was always using in a different light Mm -hmm. and how much power it can also hold Mm -hmm. and how I loudly but also what's the word Uh, focusedly Mm -hmm. said this is what I was going to do Mm -hmm. yeah okay yeah you're about to go into your siblings I was saying um which was quite a very different topic to my siblings I will say that my younger brother, because my younger brother in the two years I was in my own, had said, was there, right? Mm. He saw that the was being manufactured. 
in the house that was staying at Maud. He was even delivering this out to customers. He had seen an exchange of a bus hoop to a one pula, hand to hand. So his form of appreciating organic interesting was way different from my older sister. Mm-hmm. My older sister didn't make sense to her to why I would say that I'm not going to look for a job and I'm going to actually say that I'm going to manufacture soap. Mm. It, it, it never made sense and it, it had created a lot of um, a heavy weight in regards to our relationship but with her and my dad I think as time went on when she started saying literally that this girl's not going to move away from this mm. um, it, I, I, I would actually think that they gave up was it for them? Did it feel like downgrading for them? Or? It definitely felt like downgrading for them. I've heard this conversation so many times. Okay. It, it felt like, as I said, it always felt like, why exactly are you wasting your talent or your education or your brains? Mm. Um, why are you doing something that you don't go to school for at that particular time? But would they have let you go to school for it? I mean, as time went on, the mom started paying out when no, I no, went. No, no, no. I mean... No. Before getting into finance, do you think like I it's think like me saying I want to go to school for music? I already know they would have said no, but like for you, do you think it maybe the initial conversation had been I want to become a formulator? I think yes, the reason I'm saying that was remember that part of being the early bloomer, quote unquote, that I was in, um, even for me choosing my finance story or or route, I think I told you that I chose my accounting group when I was still at form one mm. or year one and at that time I chose it for myself right so I I think to an extent they would have I do not I cannot remember my parents or my family particularly being not allowing us to step out mm-hmm. yeah that's nice yeah but I do know that some way they thought stuff I could have deserved better Mm. Which honestly, I think every parent could do. Like, for example, think of it being with a deadbeat guy, mm. and you're like, "Hey, I see the good in him." Your mom was like, "Hey, when you can do, better. you can do better, right?" Mm. I think that's where both my dad and my sister were coming from, because they'd seen how happier I was when I was in corporate, and mm. how stressed I was when I was an entrepreneur. Mm. Yeah, that, that that makes sense. Yeah, for me, um, my mom is actually an accountant by profession but she practiced briefly um before she got into business um my dad is nigerian so 100 percent business orientated just in terms of like not even like one business i remember at some point in time there were car sales there was something to do with air conditioning what 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 i've just like seen a lot of we even owned a pawn shop at one point in time like there have been a lot of business models where some were trial and error mm. and some were this is what we're doing and this is what's sustaining us. And I think from that, from that, I got to see the, the type of, honestly, control over that time that they had. Like, even if they were sitting at the office, they could go out and have meetings. Like, us as the kids could come to, <laughs> come to the office <coughs> after school and wait to go home together. Like, there was flexibility in the schedule that I liked. Um, even in the ways that we did holidays. We didn't go on holiday when everybody else went on holiday. We either went the week before or the week after. Like, there was just something nice about that. And I hadn't realized it at the time when I was downloading this information. So when it came down to me, me choosing to go into entrepreneurship, it wasn't really that... Like, I've never been the type of person to say I want to build 
an empire of like 3,000 people working for me. That's never been the case. For me, it's always been how can I leverage my time for a sizable return, right? Mm. And with that sizable return would come a flexibility in terms of freedom of time and what I can do at that time to cultivate other resources. Mm. So me being a business person, it wasn't like a foreign concept to them. Um, and also I'm the first born Kola being. Um, and I'm seeing how that's also not impacting necessarily, but how it's shifting the mindset of my siblings. Because West African culture is very doctor, lawyer, engineer, mm. maybe accountant, like like big numbers game or even being like a professor, right? It's very oriented around specific careers. And here I am doing this thing on my computer that no one understands, okay? So I felt it was a privilege to be able to bring in that light. a key business light that maybe they've been doing because they had computers then and they were working and stuff, but maybe not doing it as fast or as quickly or as efficiently as I'm doing mm. it now. And I think also now what I'm seeing is that um, I'm somewhat parenting my siblings in terms of Anaya, who's a four-year-old, my four-year-old sister can come and sit next to me and she'll say things like one day I too I'm going to have a laptop and, and work, work next to you and yeah. on coffee dates. And I like that she's able to see what are some people go to work, like physically they go to work while I'm <coughs> to the office <coughs> and she can also see what you can actually work. Yeah. And no one is really saying you must become this. Exactly. Or become that. But at the same time, we do talk about those things. Or you mean you can be a doctor, you can be an astronaut, you can be anything, but you just need to decide what you want and take steps to get there. Mm. Yeah. So that's, I don't feel too black sheepish, but I do wish or desire to have a more accommodative environment. Um, for me, practically, it looks like, because right now the family, we're living together, and I have the desire to work from home and I pay internet so I can work at mm-hmm. home. It doesn't always look like that because sometimes I actually have to leave home to be functional work-wise. Mm. Um, sometimes it can look like I get participating in but then I'm rushing to meet deadlines and it can look awfully a lot like I'm just sitting listening to my YouTube, but it's there to keep me on my momentum, mm. right? Um, sometimes it looks like in terms of black sheepness, Maybe not being able to, um, I don't want to say not participating in family things, but like maybe your gift won't come now. It'll come a bit later mm. uh, if it's your birthday or whatever. Or sometimes it just looks like me, the ways that I shut down are not efficient for family sitting. Uh, because it can seem very selfish to want to sleep for three hours or three days straight mm. when the family has moving bits right i think it's easier to to do certain things if i was living alone versus living with family and right now my black sheepness is it's not very black but at the same time i still feel like the odd one out oh yeah definitely i i also definitely feel like the odd one out for example and it gets worse when my siblings and i went to the same school one school actually and it's more like we find we all went to the same school uh all private school and yeah i know the investment of that private school other guys <laughs> turn into corporate and me turn into let's do the things out 
but I definitely do understand uh, what you mean, especially from a light of showing that actually it could be different and it could be something else uh, and that I don't necessarily have to be that person mm. of it doesn't have to be an 8 to 5 or a 9 to 5 job or I don't have to be employed I can actually create something meaningful um, the other thing that I know very well for me that I wish not that I feel black shippy but is how missing in action I am I could not go home. I don't stay with my parents, so I could not go home for a very long time because I'm either traveling on this weekend, there's something that's being done, there's so many meetings and I'm chasing deadlines. Um, and sometimes it's quite tough. Sometimes I know that I talk to my mom four or five times in a day. She's the first person I talk to and the last person I talk to when I sleep. Even when I... Even, and so it's always been like that. Even throughout my years of uni, even throughout my, my dating years... She's a she's an early bird and I'm also an early bird. So and one thing I've gotten to understand is she's also in the health sector. In her busier days, I knew that if she's not on night shift, um, if she's not in theater, the best time for me to actually get hold of my mom is in the early days, like in the earliest hours of the day, and that's where she and I could talk for like an hour or an hour and a half with non with no disturbance. I knew that. In uni, um, it would be a call parallel throughout the day, right? And now tables have turned whereby she has grown older and now I'm in this midst of ship. Thankfully, because of that tradition that she and I, but I think she's also done it to all the other siblings mm-hmm. for the moment I find out. Because of that tradition, then that happens. We, I still talk to her, like the first person I talk to in the morning. Um, and then when it comes to my dad, it's usually a check-in of how are things and how are the f- things with the farm. But I could also talk to him throughout. So, and I'm not saying that maybe talking to him throughout the day is equal to me not being there with them physically. But part of my black shipness has been solely on the fact that I can literally not go home. Not because I don't want to go home, but because I don't have the schedule and the mm. time to go home. And I would want to go home. Mm. Um, unfortunately, what I have chosen is that I will be hired 24-7. Yeah. And it's a season of of peak Uh, foundation building. Exactly, the season of peak foundation building. So I had to actually come down to them, them, but I want to be home. I And my parents are at a stage where by, in Sichuan and my tradition, we should be the ones who are now going to the funerals, right? Mm -hmm. We should be at a stake of taking over. But I promise you, I have told them that, hey, shh, just give me five more years yeah? just, <laughs> just five more years and I'll come and I will cook at the post whether you want to cook or do it whatever they want to mm. do but I have I've created a, a graph of if it's immediate circle family I can go I can try to make time mm. if it's external family <laughs> I will pay my respects a wedding I'll also pay my respects um, has it created a thrift it has Am I happy about it? What's about it? Mm. Yeah. You do what you must where you can. Exactly. And Rappa, I think the thing that we need to take into consideration is in as much as our family unit still consists of the same people, the times that we're living in are evolving. Mm. The type of work that we do is evolving. Mm. Um, 
and the people that we are we change over time mm. so maybe if it was something that before they would have been like oh my god you didn't come home for christmas this year they'll be like ah, like maybe i can see you for new year's or even if it's just like an afternoon and or even if it's the cause like you're saying it's not replacing the togetherness but there's still connection mm. which i think is the important thing honestly speaking it is and, and i've seen it as well um and yes my mom and my dad would say no but it's not the same as holding you and touching you and i would greatly Previously, understand, but the other part of it again would be when I also having a grandchild when they have a grandchild because, according to them, and those are the theory they told me of the holiday. So, apparently, according to my mom and dad, if I was in a stable corporate job, they know that I would be I would have been first to give them a grandchild, apparently, because I would have been more stable than my sister and my brother. And now I joke about it, and I'm like. In the single dryness with who the the daughter of Jehovah Jireh, God, the Holy Spirit, like it doesn't make sense. Um, so I told him that you know what, I I don't think that would be the case. I I think I also would have vetted whoever the partner, because also part of it is I've always told my mom through like my part stable partners, not by partners, right? I and the passage. I mean. People are like, no, Mama, I there's this guy who I'm really like. So, and I'm like, so those women things that one of my exes would have made a better father. Who? And that's the look I gave her. Who? Why aren't them and I together now? If you're an ex, hi. <laughs> hey, mind your business. Just listen to the podcast, give it a five star, and keep it moving. Oh, wow! Don't text her. Don't call oh, no, her. Don't. don't email. Don't. Keep it moving. Please, hallelujah, amen. Cut the high. <laughs> no high. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Wow. Yes, that's April. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, no, I was just saying hi. Not sip on my job. Just hi. Please. Yo. Okay. Then he says hi back. That's ah, the conversation ah, 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 You see? Ah, ah. I was saying the no for her. Don't say hi. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Anyway. Um, oh my god so in your family do you feel like you are a black sheep even if it's not necessarily like work-wise it could just be that you're the wednesday adams of your family you know Mm. um you you stand out in your own weird ways or in your cool ways or maybe in a family of entrepreneurs you're the one who went to work at 95 you are just like this thinking thing and building high con i'm going to find a job and work for some booty um, maybe if that's you, let us know what your point of view is. What are some of the things that you struggle with? Um, and just any tips that you can give to our community about how to navigate being, excuse me, somewhat of a black sheep, um, feeling a little bit like an outcast, but still being and wanting to build a family of love, um, cherishing your family members and essentially living out of this life with them. Yeah. And also, it's okay to be a black sheep. Yeah, the, oh, 100%. It's okay to be that dog. The less reliable. Yo, I was, about, I was about to say that. High five. Actually, part of what April wanted to do last year was to be less reliable. Even though I feel like I I'm failed. I'm still working on it. But I'm still working on it, eh? Yeah, I'm still working on it. Yay! Hey, like, you can't call. I will do nothing for you. Yeah, I'm available. <laughs> I'm available. So, guys, have an awesome, fantastic Monday. Have a fantastic week. Little Lebona. 
next week monday at 8 a.m on your favorite podcast please 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 five stars only shop yeah and just like that we have come to the end of another amazing episode of season four this episode was brought to you by I, Tinika Mareki, for Morgana Casual Skincare, as well as the Petahot Inc. My co host is Louisa April. From. <laughs> <laughs> Louisa April from Louisa April Inc. for all your strategy business needs. Thank you. And uh, artistic needs. Dr. Book me to come and sing at your weddings. Period. That's it. <laughs> I will be the driver as well as the videographer. But also poetry. <laughs> but this is also to say that if you have enjoyed listening to this very fun episode, please like, share, subscribe to wherever you listen to your podcast to and from. Do you take a screenshot? Tag us on our socials. And thank you very much. Have a fantastic, bald, black, and becoming day. Ba-da-ba-pow.